Um, wow. That's a that's a word. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I I will say. Um, I was not expecting the week to turn out like this, but also given the track record of the season so far, I don't know why. And you know, this show will always remind you to expect the unexpected. But was it unexpected is the question. We're going to get into it. Welcome, Black (laughs) everybody, to another episode of the Brothers Alliance. The Brothers Alliance. Yes, where the A... Uh-oh. Is for I I <laughs> And that's you know, gonna make more sense later. You know, it's moments like that where I realize we probably should be video recording the podcast too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um and you know Maybe what? Next we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah, let us know if y'all are interested in seeing our faces as we talk about the show. <laughs> My God. Um it feels like the natural evolution, but again, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Um, for everyone who is curious, yes, I am still Vaughn. Word. Mm-hmm. And luckily for y'all, I'm still Jamel. Somehow, some way. You love to see it. Um, okay. And here we have it. And for anyone who is brand spanking new to this podcast. What a way to start. Go back. Don't just pause real quick. Start on episode one, at least of this season. I'm not saying you got to go all the way back. Start on episode one of this season. I promise you, you'll need to do it. It will make the most sense. (laughs) (laughs) Whew, Jesus. Um, But for (laughs) a quick reminder before you go, if you're still here, uh, we're a, a Big Brother recap podcast. We watch the show Big Brother. We are, uh, dare I say, super fans of the show Big Brother. And yes. uh, we are two brothers talking about Big Brother. So there you have it. Um, and I will say, before we dive all the way back in on everything, Jamel, I said this repeatedly to Nakia, but I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you too, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been a minute if it, it was like yeah. forever like, i just saw you two weeks ago but like two weeks be passing by and you're just like oh yeah you know when you got company and then you get to be you get to enjoy your home again with just the people who live in the home aka just the two of us it's great and what a way to rejoin and rejoice because th- this week we we knew that this week was going to happen at some point, and it was just a matter of when it was going to be. But Could here we never are. have predicted it was going to be like this. I'll tell you that right now. No, not at all. Um, as we jump in, uh, I'll go ahead and recap last week, and then we'll dive into all of the goings-ons from this week. I will also quickly say um, to one SB Azalea Simone, you can't cut me out of my podcast and tell Jamel to edit him out when I do the editing for the podcast. <laughs> well, imagine my surprise listening to the podcast and hearing I'm replacing Vaughn, edit that out later. Don't tell Vaughn. 
it was just a true delight. But also thank you again uh, to Nakia for jumping in on my side with Direfest and special thanks to SB for jumping in on uh, Brochella with Jamel. We love Period. you. Love y'all both. <laughs> thank y'all so much. Can't wait to have y'all back. <laughs> Truly. Uh, but to recap what happened last week, because that was also a lot. Um, at least on Direfest it was. I got a chance to listen to what y'all went through on Brochella, so I know it was... Cakewalk. <laughs> Easiest by far. For uh, the uninitiated, there was a house twist where the house was split into two, and there were half the people in the inside called Big Brochella, half the people on the outside called uh, Direfest. Uh on the Brochella side, Michael picked Brittany, Monty, Taylor, and Jasmine to join him inside the house. Uh, ultimately, Monty and Jasmine were put up on the block. Brittany won the veto. Um, Jasmine pleaded to have the veto used, uh, especially it being her birthday, week, month, day, whatever. Uh, Brittany kindly said, no, I'm good. And Jasmine was evicted two to zero. And on the outside, we had a whole lot more going on, but I will summarize it to say Terrence picked obviously everybody else, which was Turner, Alyssa, Joseph, and Kyle. Um, was ready to put up Kyle and Alyssa, obvious choice. It's a showmance. Kyle then said, No, 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 Playboy, I got you. Let me tell you about a whole alliance that's been happening mm -hmm. under your nose this whole time. Spill the beans about the leftovers. Uh, Terrence is like, oh, word? Well, the two people I thought were the safest are actually going home. So Terrence put up Joseph and Turner. Uh, Terrence also turned around and won the veto, which I will say, as a reminder for folks, like is technically Terrence's first win, not his second win. He was only HOH because he was second place. <laughs> the veto is Terrence's first win. And that shade will make more sense and be more justified later, but I'm standing <laughs> on it ten toes down. Point being, Terrence won his first competition in the veto and pulled Turner down and put Kyle up, which was further just allowing secrets to spill. That's going to come again. All of that's going to come out even more this week. Uh, ultimately, Terrence, Kyle, and Alyssa, and Turner, excuse me, formed a new alliance they call the After Party Ugh. because no team has a good name for an alliance this year. Um, and the After Party worked together to evict Joseph two to zero. I will also point out as we dive into this week's happenings, you know I always listen in for what the recap guy says. Mm -hmm. I have a couple things this week that I want to point out that he's did. The first okay. of which he said, um, I believe it was, you know, evicting Joseph and his incredible abs. I do remember that. I don't know where that came from. Correct. What? I don't know what prompted that. Facts can be facts, but why are we talking about this? It's fine. But that was last week in a nutshell. A lot happened, but here we are. <laughs> here we are in week eight. The split house twist is now over. So now the house guests on each side of the house are going to be seeing each other for the first time in the week to see who each side got rid of. And when you see the faces, when Big Bro Chella saw that Joseph got evicted, 
shook. What made it worse to me, because it's you know it's the little details, it's the fact that Alyssa was the Alyssa first person they saw. They saw Alyssa first, and they knew it was a, it was raps. They said, "Oh, something went left over there." <laughs> she came in all smiling and shit, like girl. Why is she still here? <laughs> like, what value does she add? Please, I. That pause is too long. I'm oh right okay. We'll. I can't even say we'll get into it because I can't promise that. I don't know that I want to get into why Alyssa is still here. Okay, then keep, we can move past it. <laughs> it's going to come up again. I don't want to talk about it now. Okay. Okay. okay I need yeah. we need to give the the people more context on my theory on why Alyssa is still here. Got it. But yeah, Taylor was crushed. Obviously, she tried to keep it together as best she could. She had to excuse herself at one point to just, you know, let herself feel what she's feeling. Mm-hmm. Especially when she can say goodbye to him, obviously. Um, I, she said, uh, I'm not going to cry. And I was like, well, she said, I'm not going to cry. But of course, my brain heard it as Mary J. Blige. I'm not going to cry. You can stop right now. I'm done. I'm not. We're just getting started. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, of course, people are trying to, like, figure out on each side what actually went down. And it seems like, you know, because this after party has come together, they're basically trying to cover their tracks in a way about what happened during the week by pretty much blaming Joseph for everything saying that he like kind of went off like went off the rocks basically spilling everything he wasn't himself yada 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 and it's just very convenient that they're able to say all this since he's not here to defend his actions let me ask you this question knowing mm-hmm. all of that because I, I had to wonder this for myself and i did my best to try to like remove the vaughn that has seen and watched all of big brother and tried to put myself in their shoes if four people are all perfectly corroborating the same story, I feel like I wouldn't believe it as much. Absolutely not. If if I'm hearing the exact same story four times over, word for word, verbatim. Right. Like if I get a quote from a story and I don't know who that quote is coming from, it's a problem. <laughs> There's no... There's no energy behind it. There's no personality behind it. It's just, oh, yeah. Because it seemed like overall, everybody was saying Joseph basically lost it while he was out there and uh, went rogue in a way. And they just kind of like, they had to evict him. It's how they made it seem. Right. And it's like, it's, it's funny because, you know, we see all these different conversations happening and... Uh, there is a point, I don't rem- remember who told Taylor exactly what went down, but um, do you remember who who talked to Taylor about Joseph? I don't. I have a lot of notes. I don't have anything about who talked to Taylor about it. No, it's okay. But uh, basically what Taylor was trying to figure out was that since, you know, Joseph and Kyle sort of have the same like story pretty much 
how is it that Terrence didn't really have any suspicions about Kyle, but only about Joseph? So yeah, it's probably that's probably I feel like it was Terrence that she was talking. It was Terrence that made made her think that. Okay, so yeah, it's like what? How is it that Terrence was only suspicious of Joseph and nobody else that was a part of the leftovers? If he knew all this was going on. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. Because we also see that, like, like Kyle went ahead and was talking to Michael and Brittany about, mm-hmm. like, what happened. It seemed like everybody... <laughs> and I get it that, like, no, Direfest was not at all as luxurious as uh, Big Brochella was. True. A long shot. True. But these people, it felt like they were sharing survival stories of, like... We was in the trenches. We were, you know, we were off at war, and now we're coming back. Roaches, snakes, alligators, bears, tigers. Outside. What are you talking about? Y'all can go outside right now. (laughs) Y'all are going to go outside in a little bit again. Like, it's fine. But, yeah, Kyle was, like, spending all that time talking about or alluding that Joseph kind of, like, went crazy and he was the one who exposed the uh, the leftovers as an alliance and put all the cards on the table. And again, for me, four people having the exact same story, I'm not I'm not really clicking with it. And it just so happens that the person who's not a part of the leftovers that was in that group eligible to go up just so happened to be Kyle Showman's. And yet Joseph was the one that went off when it was pretty much known that Alyssa was the target for the leftovers. So let's <laughs> let's be real. Let's think there this was, through. Right. Michael is very suspicious of Kyle for for many reasons because of this, which we will definitely get into. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all right now. <laughs> Buckle up. That's all I can say. Buckle up. And while y'all buckle up, let me take a little sip of this whiskey because I'm going to need it. And while we're taking a moment, let me just... Jack Daniels Tennessee Apple. This is not sponsored. <laughs> not yet. Hello? But it is tasty. Um, Should that be merch? Not sponsored, but it is tasty. Just, okay. HOH competition. Here we go. So the name of the competition is Karna Small, and they've added some more stipulations. So we've seen this comp before. This is one of the newer competitions that they've added to the repertoire. Um, I also, I most remember this competition as being the one that Devon won. Duh. (laughs) Back in All-Stars. Anyone else that won that kind of of competition, I don't remember. Why? I'll tell you the name. Because why? There's no point. Did they do it last year? Probably. Who won it? I don't... Wait. Never mind. You might know. It's fine. No, I I know who won it. You're the Big Brother historian. You don't forget anything that happens on this show. No, but I'm going to tell you why I remember. It's because that led to the most devastating week for our girl Tiffany, who had to put up her homegirl Claire, because Alyssa decided to finally win a competition. And there we have it. Um, 
I have a question about Alyssa's when it comes to this show. It's going to come up later. <laughs> uh, anywho, they've added an extra stipulation being that for anybody who's like, what are y'all talking about? So the competition itself is uh, you're using tweezers to stack um, certain items in a pyramid. So in this case, uh, we're stacking micro energy drinks uh, into a pyramid and you have to use these tweezers. They also have added the stipulation that they have to be in a certain color order. So like, I can't remember if it was green, red, blue, or green, blue, red, whatever. But there was a specific, specific order that all of those stacks had to be in. All 21. Um, there are 21 of them. So we're talking six rows uh, or six tiers to this pyramid, if you will. Um, and ultimately... We are watching, and I it's so interesting to watch it happen in the moment because I'm like, yo, Kyle is about to get this, and that's maybe worst case scenario for me because of how dirty he did Joseph last week. I, I need Kyle gone yesterday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kyle cannot, he cannot win. If he wins, then. The season is over for me. I already know it. Because <laughs> there is there is no good that can come from a Kyle HOH. Whatsoever. A man who is still parading like he's aligned with everyone in the house, basically? Nah, I'm not with it. So Which Kyle... is there's no need to win anything. Which is why I thought, I would think that someone like uh, Turner wouldn't like try to win because at this point between the after party and the leftovers he's pretty much like secure from all sides and not the first target on either side right so i think i feel like turner doesn't have to win if kyle's as good a spot that he thinks he's in he shouldn't have to win um taylor gotta win taylor has to gun for it Alyssa has to gun for it Alyssa definitely has to gone for it. Um, I mean, Michael definitely has to gone for it <laughs> because listen, I mean, point, had a quiet week in this house yet. At this point, he has to win everything to not get put up because <laughs> pretty much every week it's either he has one at HOH, one a veto, or his really tight alliance member won HOH or somebody was showing their racism very extra that week. So he wasn't the main target. <laughs> and this is, you know, oddly enough, this is one of those weeks where I think I've also put this together as well. So I'm like, yo, the only reason if we have, like, as I look at my notes, the only reason I'm not going to write down that Michael won something is most likely because he did not compete in it. Correct. For and the most part. Wait, I'm I'm tripping. The whiskey hidden. He can't, can't win. He was just HOH. He was just HOH, which is why he's not even a contender for this uh for this competition. Was not paying attention. Yep. Um so trouble anyway. Kyle <laughs> gets super close two times and I get it, but I also feel like at this point, having watched, I can't remember who it was in a previous 
season. But remember, somebody had gotten so close and they needed to get the win. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, just trying to like shake off the nerves. And they let out an exhale and yep. their whole pyramid toppled. I don't know how I would, how Kyle could like let that happen twice. But anyway, Kyle did not win. And again, according to his, the lies he's told and the stance he believes he has, he shouldn't have to win. Neither should Turner, but somehow Turner still does win. Uh, and I'm, mm, I'm, I'm nervous, very nervous, because I feel like with Turner, whatever last alliance like he makes is like the one that he's going to be loyal to at that moment. Yeah. So, like, he could have, like, he's had the left horse for all this time, but now that he just made the after party, then it's like, no matter what, the after party is going to be what I look out for. That's, like, the kind of energy, like, I get from yeah. Taylor. Which, of course, makes me nervous because my girl Taylor is not in the after party. Right. And it's also just confusing for me because, again, Turner, you are at this point because everybody who's coming from Big Brochella is now just that side of the house's leftovers. Yep. They all are still going to, based on how Direfest went down and the fact that the leftover went home, you're still at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to targets from what happened from Direfest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turner should not have even competed. And it I guess... Michael and Terrence would have seen that, so that's a thing. But like, he should for sure have been throwing this and like accidentally toppling his own pyramid. But he he was the most good by far out, out of everybody everyone. in the house. Out of everyone, he was the most secure. He didn't have to do this to himself. But here we are. He's hoh, and he's got to make somebody upset. It's just a matter of how he wants to go about it, and. <laughs> Pretty much, like, everyone thinks they're good with Turner. <laughs> and he's, like, telling people, uh, this week, Diamond Trip, you're good. No, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. This week, good. I got you. Don't worry about it. You're good. It's like, mm, okay, who are you about to lie to? <laughs> <laughs> and I um, love that through all of that, Taylor was out here asking the smart questions. Because <laughs> it's like... Yo, Joseph just went home. So Taylor literally asked, are the leftovers still a thing? <laughs> and Turner was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, of course, whatever. But I'm like, good on you, Taylor, for being like, yo, something's something that's not right here. What's up? And then he says, yeah, we're good, but then just walks away. That's not something you just walk away from, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So uh, high alert, high alert the entire week. Um, but apparently someone who feels the most secure is Kyle because apparently him and Turner made a final two quite some time ago that we didn't know about. Weird. And I don't, I mean, fine. (laughs) Boys will be boys. I don't know what to to make of that. I'm not even about to, I'm triggered. (laughs) Who? Stop it. Uh, Oh my God. Okay. So Turner is at some point during the week he does consider 
nominating Alyssa and Terrence, which I was like, huh? You literally just made this alliance with them out in the backyard, not even a week ago, and we're already potentially going back on it. Where, where is this coming from? They can't retaliate, though, is my thing. I thought that was the smartest move. Depending, it's like depending on how you, you're looking at it, too. Because, yeah, they, they, their chances of winning anything is highly unlikely. But then if he's putting them up with the, like, the intention of possibly backdooring someone and someone who's not in the after party does win the veto, then he just sent home one of his alliance members. So it's like, what what's the real the real motive? Who are we trying to actually get out this week? Yeah, which I don't I don't think we were made aware of at this point. Um, no, I don't think so either. Yeah. So then, right now, we're just thinking we're knowing that he's trying to put up Alyssa and Terrence. He does talk with his final two about it. Which why you just trying to tell your final two that you're about to put up his showman's <laughs> his girlfriend. And uh, Kyle, obviously, tries to steer Turner away from that and puts uh, Turner's sights on the Michael, Brittany, Taylor sort of trio as something that really can't be beat with how they're sticking together. Yeah. And so you got to take a shot at at least one of them. Because no matter what, it kind of seems like they're like, they're like a secure three that mm-hmm. are going to stick by each other no matter what. So when you have something like that, that is something you got to watch out for. Here's the other thing, just from a logistic number standpoint. Mm-hmm. Every week, no matter who is HOH, if that HOH's name is not Michael, then they need to be planning to backdoor Michael. Correct. Because what we have learned is you can't put Michael up you can't Correct. guarantee that Michael's going to play in the veto because if you do, Michael's going to win the veto. Has so, Michael lost a veto yet that he's competed in up no. to this point? No. So it's either Michael wins or Michael doesn't win because he didn't compete. Correct. Wild. Wild. <laughs> like pretty much. If I, if if there's a week that happens in this house and Michael did not win the HOH, he will have won the veto. Correct, correct, correct. He's the man to beat in this house from a resume standpoint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Social is another question, and we can get into that later. I think that person is Taylor from a social standpoint, but we could talk. We about have it. said many times on this podcast how we stand black women, so that can't right. be a surprise to anybody. Uh, listen, I will stand a black woman even if their social is trash. As long as they're not a trash person, hey. Right. We rocking with you. <laughs> as long as their game doesn't stink more than some old, some day. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Nakia, he said it, not me. That's I all sure I'm gonna say. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, with Kyle trying to get Turner to target the Michael Bernie and Taylor situation, he also feels like that he's able to get Monty on board with some of this information that did come out throughout the week, which I don't know how he drew to that conclusion, but I guess we were going to find out. Um, <laughs> but before that, there was a point where I think it was Mike, Michael Taylor and Monty were like comparing notes with each other about what everyone was saying, what was right. said during the week. And this is where they're starting to put together, hey, we kind of have the exact same story. Mm, red flag. And isn't it convenient that everything that went wrong was with the one person who's not back? Like that something there's a fly in the buttermilk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they sort of like realized, like, look, Turner could do one of two things. He could put up a list in Terrence to let everyone else know that, okay, the leftovers might still be a thing. Or if he puts up at least one person who is from the leftovers, then they automatically know that something is up. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll see which which way it goes. Because I don't think Turner knows at this point either, so. Yeah. Which is That's wild. True. Because, and we, we talked about this during Dire Fest, but just now that we've come back together... I can't imagine how Turner could reach the conclusion that he did in, in sincerely agreeing to working with the after party. I get saying what you have to say to get through the week until everybody comes back together. But Michael, as we've been celebrating, or at least sharing here, Michael by himself has more wins than the entire after party put together. It shouldn't take you this long to count it. Hold on. Terrence ain't got the one win. He got two titles. Stop it. <laughs> he got I'll one give win. you two titles. He got one win. Two. Turner got <laughs> Turner got two. And Kyle has two. So if we're going off of you, then they would be tied. So I think at this point, Michael has five wins. Is that Four of you doesn't want HOH, yeah. No, two HOHs. Two. Oh, this last one. He was the first double winner. Oh, then he was the first double winner. So four, four Beatles, two HOHs. Damn. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Right, damn. That's wild. So Turner, what are you doing? <laughs> and then they just they just got half of them wins <laughs> this week. Right. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, Turner should have stuck with the winning team. I don't <laughs> I'm just saying. This seemed so obvious to me, especially given that when you consider the like I when I think about the after party versus the um the leftovers, I honestly don't even consider Kyle in either. And I think it's, I think part of it is that he's a member of both, but I also, I just don't see him anymore. Um, and so 
for that reason, it's like, okay, Turner, you have to consider the work that Monty, Michael, Taylor, and um, Brittany have done versus Terrence and Alyssa. Really versus Terrence, because at this point, because let's be real. Exactly. Uh, yeah, Alyssa's he... on track to be, well, not quite, because she is still a target by some, but she's kind of on track to be like another Victoria. To get to those final three and then get tossed. Yeah. But I, I think... Or minimum final four and get tossed. But the thing is, I think she does have ability. Well, not even that, because Victoria at least won something. Did she? Yeah, she won at least she won at least one veto, and she won one veto. And I'm pretty sure she won at least one of those battle of the block competitions. Granted, she had a partner, but Victoria definitely won one veto. Have it. So she's not even Victoria. Damn. At this point, <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> um, so the whole thing about like uh, Kyle sort of thinking that he can like get Monty to go with his plans to target the Michael Brittany Taylor trio, it's because um, apparently while at Direfest we find this out when uh, Turner is talking to Monty, Joseph actually at one point told them about sort of Michael, Brittany, and Taylor being like a three mm-hmm. and asking him to join as a fourth and he said no. Now, I saw how they made that look on air and I was like, what What kind of what kind of mess is this? This don't, this don't seem right, right? And then- The editors have been acting up. This was messy. I was like, because like, ain't no way he did that unprompted. And come to find out, because I was listening to uh, the Secrets Alliance podcast with Jason and Rachel and Hannah Chada. Hannah Chada for the win. And it comes to find out that he was sort of using that, because at that point, like majority of it was leftover. So they kind of already knew that was like kind of a thing. And he wanted to do something as sort of like a last-ditch effort to sort of separate himself from them so that they don't associate him with all of that so they can be a number for them to go after the three. Even though he was definitely going to stick with them, clearly. But he was trying to do something because he had to grasp at straws at that point to try to... Yeah, I'm not going to knock him for doing what he can when his back's against the wall. Yeah, so... Because, like, you you say all that knowing he's going to go back to them anyway, so it would have been whatever. Yeah. So we we know that, but we don't know that while we're watching it, so it looks looks crazy. It does. And all that. Because I didn't know that until you just shared that just now. mm Mm-hmm. Found this out last night. (laughs) and so they tell this to Monty and they're like oh y'all making side alliances behind our back as if y'all didn't start as a side alliance and then added Michael, Brittany, and Taylor afterwards but that's just me right behind some people's backs because 
the pound was an offshoot of post pack in the first place. Well, it was it was offshoot of the what what did they call it? the 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 guys alliance. I for, I forgot what they called it. Sure. The guys guys as Taylor yeah. or as a uh, Jasmine might call it. So the the guys minus Pooch Alliance because he was gone. Them four started, and then they brought in Michael, Brittany, and Taylor to create the leftovers. So mm-hmm. this big alliance started as a side alliance and then became the alliance. So I want to hear none of that. And because <laughs> Turner told Monty this information, then Monty felt the need to let Turner know that, hey, they were planning to come after you and Kyle if Alyssa was still in the house. Because they figured that if Alyssa's still in the house, then you two had something to do with it. Which, true. Facts. But, Monty, you were agreeing with me. What's up? (laughs) You're talking too much, Monty. You're loud, actually. You were agreeing with them. You were saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They could have easily said this about you. Why are you doing this to them? What benefit do you get from this? You know, I guess to appear friendly, to appear like you are in an some allegiance, like you hold that allegiance to these people. I, I I'm grasping the straws. Um, and what was crazy to me is Kyle. You know, I, you know, I'm good for a quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle in this oh, moment okay. even says, "We owe them nothing. We saved their game." He did say that. Okay, let's talk, let's talk about saving games. Let's talk about saving games. <laughs> um, Kyle, you you won two competitions, right? One of those competitions was who 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 got put up instead. You won to save your show dance, even though you technically didn't want to save her because mm-hmm. you were trying to play both sides. But Daniel was a fool and played himself and put up his number one. Um, the second competition, you didn't need to win because your alliance member had won the HOH, Taylor, and you were trying to save the showman who ain't done nothing for you in this game. If well, you wanna... Nothing nothing for the game in this game. I. That is also still questionable. You think so? I, what people will do something strange for a piece of change. But I'm not saying that she actively made that her game play, but I'm saying her game has him played. As you were. I don't know how to respond to that, so I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about owing, owing nothing between Michael, Brittany, and Taylor... That is, so at this point, Michael has five, with two of those being shared by Brittany. Brittany has her own, so that's six. And Taylor has her own, which is seven. So they got seven between the other three. (laughs) Kyle, you got two. Monty got one. And Turner now has two. So who's really saving who at this point? Make it make sense. I'm gonna leave it there, honestly, because I have a I have a lot of smoke, 
and I we need to get there. So anyway, um, we then get to um, if unless I'm missing something else. No, no. great. We then get to the actual nomination ceremony where Turner and I, I when I tell you, I was sat all the way up for this because I was like, what you about to do right here mm-hmm. to see Turner turn them keys and say that he was nominating Taylor and Brittany because he felt that he was left out of a final three with them and Joseph. Huh? What? Like, so, first of all, how dare you? Two things, in addition to the how dare you. For two things. One, <laughs> let's not act like y'all didn't try to reinforce the pound. Like, come on. Which was the side guys alliance that was the start of the leftovers. Let's not act like that didn't happen and still isn't happening. Two, I can tell now when Turner is holding back something mm-hmm. because he was talking real fast. I don't know if you noticed that, but he was like, he, he was a little stuttery over his words. He was trying to end that nomination ceremony ASAP like Rocky. Like, <laughs> and I felt that I noticed there was like, there was a smirk at the end. And now that you mention it, the smirk makes more sense to me because it didn't seem smug, but it did feel out of place mm-hmm. once he placed his nominations. And I think it was a, oh, okay, I got through that. Yep. And also, you want to talk about being left out of a final three? One of those final three are gone now. Ultimately, what we do learn, not to make it fair or what have you, but uh, Turner did come clean, at least in the DR, and say that he fudged the truth a little bit because that's not the full truth of the news he got. The real news was that there was a final three with Michael, Taylor, and Brittany, and Joseph was invited to be the final four, so he just cut Michael out of that conversation Um, so as to not raise suspicion that Michael is going to be the actual target this week. Mm -hmm. Except at this point, especially, Michael's always assuming he's the target because Michael will always be the target. Yes. Because There's no no hiding this. When you have had to win as much as Michael has and when you've successfully won all the things you've had to win, yeah, you're the target, bro. Like, I don't know how much he's concealing by leaving Michael out of that narrative. But here we are. They must not really know that Michael is a super fan. Like a legit super fan. Bible. Yeah. And I think the I mean the one person who clocked it was Daniel and him gone. So here we Back are. Niggas. Back wherever he need to be. I don't mm-hmm. I don't really care to be honest. Um so we also then get to see <laughs> this, and this happens quite a bit this week. I mean, and it's a common thing we, we see in Big Brother 
but it always tickles me a little bit when two people are having a conversation. In this case, the two people being Turner and Michael. Oh, that okay. having a whole conversation about um, <laughs> about nominations. And one of them is clearly the target. The other one is clearly the one with the sights set on the target. And neither one of them is really acknowledging. They're like, hey, we're good, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, we're good. And neither one of them walks away from that conversation believing it. Correct. That was Michael and Turner. (laughs) Yep. I mean, hey, this is not Michael's first rodeo with this type of conversation. Also true. So He he knows what's up. Just saving face. Got to do what you got to do. But... um, the the real mess here is <laughs> surprise Kyle. Um, so now that nominations are complete, right? Kyle then uh, tells the truth uh, to Monty with uh, Alyssa and Turner also being present, saying that he was the one that exposed the leftovers to Terrence and Alyssa. Not Joseph. Like they told Monty to believe. It was Kyle. So where does Kyle's true allegiance lie at this point? Is what Monty is wondering to himself. Which he should. Because now he realized, oh, I might not be as safe as I thought with Kyle. Right. Let me go tell Taylor so she knows what's actually up because they're saying a lot of stuff about her boy and her boy's not here to defend himself. So just so you know, Taylor, it was Kyle. And this is something that they they really highlighted this week. Um, I refuse to say shout out to the editors at all this week. Outside (laughs) of the time that I've said it. Um, But one thing that we really get a chance to look closely at is that Kyle has had a history of blowing up his own alliances. <laughs> like exposing or completely dumping alliance after alliance just to get him through. And it's all extremely short-sighted. Like I cannot fathom how he's not, especially at this point in the game, how you are not, you, you can now tie up the end of the game to where you are at this point Mm -hmm. and how you're not thinking from a game standpoint, how the things you're saying, like the jury management, non-existent with Kyle. (laughs) What? Uh, Jury management. He ain't got to manage none because he's going to be honest. So what's up? Well, (laughs) Kyle ain't making that final two. I'm calling it right now. He is not making that final two. (laughs) And it's, it's so sadly apparent because of how short-sighted he is. It's, it's, it's He's not even thinking, what's going to get me through this week? He's like, what's going to get me to the next competition, seemed like. Honestly. No, what's, what's going to get me and Alyssa together? Well, at first it was him. Now it's him and Alyssa. Mm-hmm. And you know, need I remind everybody, there was a point where they had talked about putting up Alyssa, and he was down. I think he was the one that su- suggested it, actually. And this was, yes, this was pre him and Alyssa being an official couple or whatever, but very early on in the leftovers, I want to say week two 
of the leftovers being a thing. So what was that week four, I guess, technically? Um, really? They were talking about targets, and Kyle was the one that suggested Alyssa could go up. And this is when him and her were still just starting to flirt. Mm. Anyway. So she about to have egg on her face when she gets out the house and see runs those tapes back. Um, an- another sort of conversation or lack thereof that I, I do enjoy because I-, I love me a good awkward moment from time to time. <laughs> yes. Um, Michael is trying to have a conversation with Kyle, basically like, you know, trying to figure things out. Where do they stand? What's going to go on for the week? Veto, all the, all the stuff. And Kyle's just like, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, bro, it's just, like, I don't know, man, it's tough. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that, Kyle? That doesn't provide me with any security that you and I are still working together to some capacity. So where are you hiding from me? What is right. it that you're afraid that you're going to slip up and say to me? Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, Michael and Brittany discuss everything about Kyle because they became privy to some information during Michael's uh, first HOH. And we, we've talked about it a little bit, but have not gone the full extent. Mm-hmm. And they figured because of the way that, you know, Kyle has been sort of like acting around them and treating them and all this stuff. And now that Joseph is gone, which aligns with what his thoughts, what Kyle's thoughts to them were. So it's not looking, it's not looking good. So they figured there's no real point in trying to protect Kyle from anything. And depending on how the week goes, especially if Michael could be the backdoor target, like there's no point in protecting someone that's going to send him home anyway. So this might be the week that everything comes out and surely it was, but we will get into it before we get into any of that. The one thing I did notice though, before we get into what we're about to get into. Yes. Is the timing. And that is that is something that will come out even more yes. um, coming up. And again, I, we'll get to it when we get to it. Definitely. I <laughs> I look forward to the day where people do the right thing because it's the right thing. This, in this moment, where Michael and Brittany have been sitting on this information for, at this point, two weeks. This is them doing the right thing for financial reasons. Yes. This is game. And there's, we are just teasing this out, because once we get to a little further down the road, we'll be able to kind of talk ad nauseum. And I'm gonna let y'all know right now, as I said, buckle up. This is the second warning. Buckle up. 
there's a soapbox coming. I'm just let you know right now. I have, the whole soapbox is ready to go. I'm from not getting who? on it yet. From who to be determined. <laughs> but we we will get there. Before we do that, we got a veto to play. And you know, I always am ready with a story that I pull that I, I'm like divining a story from the veto picks. Please tell me the story. So Turner picks first as a twitch. He draws Alyssa. Is there a story there? Yes. Um, and some of the story I've actually been able to put together from having been more active on live feeds, which is mostly in, in actually thanks to the two special guests we had last week, Nakia and Charlie, the two of them from like separately have been encouraging me to like, oh my gosh, did you see the live feeds? Did you see this? Did you see on Twitter? They said blah, blah, blah. Um, what we're not seeing happen live or happen on the program, what we are seeing on the live feeds is that Turner and Alyssa have a sort of like, I won't call it like a kinship, but they have a bond um, in that Alyssa kind of has trust and trusted Turner with information regarding her and Kyle. He's like an outside party that was like privy to some of their relationship goings on. Of course, they are in the after party together, but these are two people who are undoubtedly aligned. That's the, the first piece to this story. Okay. And then Taylor draws Monty. Similar thing in that we are not getting it as much on the the programming on Sunday, Sunday, Wednesday, Thursday, but through live feeds, I am seeing a lot more of Monty Taylor conversations happening. I suspect um one, they might not be as um, as interesting to to showcase during the actual program, but it also could be to f- even further differentiate their relationship compared to the cookout last year. And then, of course, Brittany draws Michael. I mean, that's that story is that story's writing itself. The I mean, power power duo, Brittany has drawn the winner of the competition. Like, because Michael, again, if Michael going to play, he going to win. Right. <laughs> like, that's not me trying to spoil nothing, but I'm just letting you know from where I'm standing. As soon as I saw his name get drawn, I was like, okay, cool. So Michael won. Great. This is fantastic. Like, we're good. We can, we can figure something out. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Everything we is fine. might have a way out of this. All right. So with the, the veto competition... Uh, at the BB Rom Com Fest, uh, we get um, a little video for the house to view um, in regards to a new movie that's coming out called Bros. Mm-hmm. And the two stars of the film, Billy Eichner and Luke McFarlane, show a sneak peek to the movie. And the winner of the competition gets an advanced screening of the movie with three people of their choosing. And we've seen competitions like this time and time again. It's a Big Brother staple at this point where you are basically trying to fill a, for this one, fill a wine glass with some rosé, because period, uh, <laughs> and make your wine down a very slippery lane and deposit as much of your wine into this container 
and take this tiny little ball out of it. So you have to fill it as much as you can so that you can reach in to grab the ball. Now with this one, we've also seen in the past before where there's the the winning receptacle and then there's a smaller receptacle where if you fill that first, then you can use a, was it a tumbler? Yeah, essentially. You use a tumbler instead of the glass to transferring your wine back and forth, thus allowing you to fill more off of one trip. So, this is normally, by the way, because uh, we're doing we're looking at this right now as a veto comp. This is normally an HOH competition. This is a Thursday night. All right, good night, house guests, as they start to slip and slide and get ready. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, in the years past, the the smaller receptacle uh, has been five thousand dollars cash or like some other prize in some way or yeah. some immunity and like or like can't like a never have not type situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was, I think this might be the first time we've seen this as a veto, um, competition. Potentially. Not, none that I can remember at this point, but it became very clear early on that this competition was coming down to Michael and Turner. Mm-hmm. Which and... is one of the things I hate about this comp. I mean, it's easy to, to cheat with a lot of comps, but the, from an editing standpoint, you could make it look like anybody's doing anything because you're you're zooming in um, so that we as viewers have a clear view of someone's progress towards whatever goal. Mm-hmm. But I can't see the zoom in of Michael's progress compared to Turner's pro- progress. And they don't leave the shots on long enough on those wide shots where we're seeing like everybody compete to be able to identify really like, okay, you know, uh, Alyssa is this far ahead of Taylor or whatever the case may be. Um, I just, I don't like the editors playing with my feelings, but again, we're going to talk about that later. But you know what? It it don't matter because we knew what time it was. I mean, from jump. It was Michael LeClock. He won that video, video, veto, duh. Mm-hmm. Who's surprised? Not me. Not a one here. But you know what he wanted Vito to watch the video. You know what this makes? Seven? Well, Vito specifically, this is his fifth Vito, which ties him for the season for most Vito's one in a single season. What? Who's who's the number one? So there are... Rachel. But also maybe no. James King? No. Who? Not King. What was James's last name from season six? <laughs> Ryan. There we go. Oh, not King. Um, this puts him tied with four other people. We have, uh, we have Janelle in season set All Stars. I want to say. Mm-hmm. It was All Stars. Queen. We have Danielle from Big Brother 8, who now goes by Danny. Of course. Whatever, still. Um, we have from Big Brother 19, Paul. <laughs> and, uh, and mind you, most of these people didn't get their fifth veto win until the final four. I'm just going to put that out there. 
Um, and from Big Brother 20, the winner, Casey. Who was always a comp beast. At the very end. Mm-hmm. She, 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 she was a jury, like, jury hit, and she was on it. Like, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. But yeah, so he is on track to beat that record. Because how you already have five vetoes halfway through the game. Yeah. Unless they get Brother Man out, which obviously they can't do this week, so. <laughs> right. So, uh, Michael wins. He wins the the screening of Bros. And he decides to take with him uh, Turner, Alyssa, and Taylor with a, a mix of reasons. I think... What what do you say to Taylor? Because you know she's having a hard time without Joseph. Obviously, like it's been a rough week. Once give her something, mm-hmm. uh, Alyssa to sort of build a little bit of rapport with, and I guess same for Turner, in case like if something were to happen down the line, you need something to separate him from himself. Then he can like potentially use that as some goodwill. I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah, so those were his people. They watched the movie. They enjoyed it. That's that on that. Mm, mm, mm. So we then jump to... Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. The moment is coming. So, okay. Mm. This is going to be a wild ride, so just buckle up again. Third buckle up, so here we go. Michael and Brittany are now getting back to the game and talking about what what makes the most sense. So they, they recognize that they have pretty much nothing to lose, so they might as well go ahead and talk to, to start to spread this information about Kyle and his... Uh, real fear of a cookout 2.0 as he put it um that he shared those sentiments on which again the editors the way they put it together for the show we saw a snippet of it and it seemed like it was a fleeting thought and they were like no it's fine and this is how we landed here um i will say even through what we're gonna share today and i know you, the internet is a wild place, but I will also say you don't get the uh, the hashtag and moniker KK Kyle for nothing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't come out of thin air. Mm-hmm. So we then see, uh, as they like have reached this agreement, that they talk to uh, Taylor and Monty. To say like, hey, this is what we've this is what we've been sitting on for a little bit. How are y'all feeling? Like, if we were to bring this to the forefront, bring this to the house, real quick. Um, as, as a reminder, what were the cookout two thoughts that Kyle was figuring out? Kyle, so mind you, let me go back and specifically say the cookout was six black people who all. Um, basically recognized the opportunity they had and agreed to work together to get to the final six 
um, to guarantee that a winner, just a winner of Big Brother, celebrity Big Brother notwithstanding, but a winner of Big Brother would be a Black person. With the 2.0 fear, Kyle says that he looks at how Joseph Taylor, which, okay, fair, and Monty, which not quite fair, like Joseph and Monty, sure, Joseph and Taylor, sure, the three of them, a reach. Um, He talks about how the three of them are working together, and then he looks at how, who was it, Indy, Mm -hmm. Terrence, Mm -hmm. and Jasmine Mm -hmm. are um, closely aligned, he said. and He was saying how the three, Joseph, Monty, and Taylor, are kind of close with Indy, Jasmine, and Terrence. Right. Which is even worse than what you were going to (laughs) say. Right. So that that's the state of affairs. Um, we're just going. We're we're going to dive in, and I I just I feel like I've been waiting to eat this meal for a long time. So let's just get to it. So he says this, and it clearly doesn't make any sense because one thing, just to jump ahead a little bit, because um, Monty and Taylor kind of agree. Yeah, like let's go ahead and talk about it. Monty even says, like you know, sadly, this is the world we live in. And I hate that for for all the work that we do in this life, um, I I'm a huge fan of black people having rest. I just black people resting is like my favorite thing. It's my mm. favorite pastime to watch. Mm. And yes, this is a competition game, and this there's competitive play to it. But it's Big Brother exposes i think it's it's a bit of a social experiment but in a lot of ways it exposes how america is like and how underlying these stereotypes and the 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 commentary and the fears uh however unfounded they are are in this world so to jump ahead a little bit one thing that once they do open up they start they even tell terrence um uh, they, like Terrence has brought in on the conversation about what Kyle's thoughts are. And Kyle even says in this moment, how are we working together when I'm up every effing week? And that's my thing. Like we, when we think about cookout 1.0, if you will, none of them really gun for each other. If they, if there was a case where they were both on the block, then they were clearly like they had, they made sure they had the numbers to keep whoever, was on the block. In this case, we have seen time after time after time clear evidence that these people are not working together. It could not be more clear that from day one, Jasmine did not like Taylor. And Jasmine and Paloma spread that hate, and that's why Taylor's in the situation she's in now, when all she deserved in the very first place was rest. It is so clear they weren't like working together because Indy went home uh it wasn't quite unanimous was it when Indy went home eight to one with the one being Terrence to keep her like it it's not the math is not mathing because if they if all the people of color were working together and again these this is the difference that I, I cannot stress enough cookout was about black people guaranteeing that there will be a black winner 
This cookout 2.0 that Kyle is worried about includes two people who are not black. To go after all the white people. To go after the white people. So, and he, he has crafted his statement and his suspicion and paranoia in such a way that yes, on paper, Kyle can get away with saying, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying at all. That's not what I was going after. That wasn't the aim of what I'm I'm what I'm trying to say or do. But in essence, it is because we see even in these flashbacks, Brittany in that moment when he says, like, yo, like I'm looking at this and it's it's looking kind of funny. Brittany goes, What you're trying to say, I'm not on board with. What it you're it doesn't look good. I can't. I can't go with that. You can't make that assumption. Look at what you're saying. She tried to help Playboy. She tried, but he. With with someone like Kyle, you can't beat around the bush about it. You have to say exactly what it looks like, or else he's not going to get it. And like what like granted, he's a grown man, he's twenty nine, he should know better, but let's be real. What they doing out in Utah to 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 move forward any type of movement? No shade. Let's just let's be real. I mean if we call things things, I don't I I think I read something recently and I have I have not corroborated this or fact checked this at all. But I think there is something in like the Book of Mormon or something like that, or like one of in the Mormon Bible about like black people being unclean or like not worthy of the glory of the Lord. There's something like high key racist in there. And again, I've not corroborated this. Is it? I will say allegedly, just to protect mm-hmm. myself from the the Mormon society. I guess. Although if y'all haven't sued uh, Matt Matt Stone and Trey Parker for the Book of Mormon the musical, then we should be good. Yeah, you tell anyway. <laughs> but yes, Brittany has had at from what we've seen at least one opportunity to tell Kyle what this looks like. He shouldn't do this. We can't assume anything about this. It's not gonna look good for anybody. And it seemed like he understood at the time. Yeah. And yet the those kinds of conversations were still happening. Right. Which at at that point it's like, the and you know this is the the hard part with it too from from wh- where I'm seeing it at, at least as it as it relates to the game right. So the week that Kyle told Michael about this, so it was Michael's HOH right. So with that being Michael's HOH, that was the same week that Kyle was on the block with Daniel. Now, if Brittany had that conversation with Kyle, because I don't know if that was the exact same week that that happened or if that happened later. It was unclear, and us not knowing is another issue I have, but keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, So let's let's say if it, it was that week. If Brittany had the conversation that week and it seemed like he understood like what she was trying to get him to understand then it seemed like that should have been the end of it 
But if they still like went on to have these type of conversations at that point, and let's say people make a note of it, Daniel still went home. Are is that topic still going to be prevalent now? You know what I mean? Like how how powerful would that conversation be in the house at this point now if it came out when it sh- when really it should have come out? Like I'll, I'll never say. I will always say it should have come out when it was first said, just to nip it in the butt and just mm-hmm. say, hey, let it go. It's not happening. Squash it. But if it had and Daniel still went home, they know all the stuff about Kyle, but would all the people now knowing the stuff, would they still leave it with as much impact as it was this week? Because, you know, you got Dan, Dan, Daniel's doing a lot. Yeah. You just had that big blow up with Taylor over Paloma and Nicole and all that. So that's the forefront of everyone's mind. You add this on top of it. It's like as soon as one person goes home, like both things are going to be forgotten about, in my opinion. Because America. Yeah. And this show is a snippet of America once something becomes prevalent at one point, it's not going to hit the same as time passes. And ultimately, America has a problem. Dun, 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 20, out the trap. These, I mean, yeah, these are, these are very poignant, bold questions. I also love that as they are, as they're doing their their tour, Michael and Brittany, of exposing, um, we do see that they tell Alyssa, and Alyssa is like not with it at all. She's like, "Oh no, 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 no!" And I was like, "Well, look at you, huh?" Good on And her. it was, it was, I think for where she is in the game and in life even, it was the perfect mix of wanting to see the best in Kyle and wanting, like hoping that there's a misunderstanding, believing what she's hearing, but still being able to go back and clarify and say like, yo, what's good? Mm-hmm. And Kyle even at that point says like, like this isn't a game, this is my life. Um, and his his concern, albeit entirely too late, is that there's going to be like his public image is going to be affected in some way and that his life will be affected in some way. And I can't help but wonder, like, well, and this is no shade. This is shade. I can't help but wonder if like when you say your life, um, are we referring to like you like you live at home? like with your parents, like that life, like you don't have a, you don't have a job. Like you do TikToks for fun, that life. Oh yeah. He is unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there, he's not going to be one of those ones that comes out of the big brother house to discover he is fired. <clears throat> mm. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> like. You're right at 15. My God. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that whiskey hit him a little bit. My bad. A little bit, and it's fine. But, like, I I, I got the concern, but it, it also seemed to me like 
he's now realizing the consequences and the weight of his speculation, his paranoia, and his actions. But see, that's the thing. I don't think he's actually realizing that. It seems like what's happening is that he doesn't understand that that's actually what he said. Because <laughs> in the moment when Alyssa is telling him, it's like, oh, they're making out to be some sort of race things. Like, oh my God, like, I never said that. Like, that's what it, it seemed like to me. It's like, he has no idea. He doesn't equate him saying, oh, the cookout, the cookout, the cookout. He doesn't equate that to saying, oh, all these black people, all these people of color working together. Like, right. and because he's not merging the two, when really you're, it's a tomato, tomato situation. Like you're saying the same thing with different words. He's starting to freak mm-hmm. out. But like, that's, I'm like, that's like, you said that. Those are your yeah. words. No one put them in your mouth. It's it's like it's it's the age old story. Karen, Karen, but Kyle. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just saying it's the white woman's tears. I can't, I can't. And we got a lot of those white tears this this week. Did we ever? Um, and this this is also like the part two of like saying everything when it first like started, the thoughts first started blooming versus saying it now. Because now yeah. that Terrence is learning about all this, he's like, it should have been Kyle. Joseph should still be here. Which true. Mm-hmm. Because like, all this is happening, the game is still going. So, in like because it's Big Brother is at the end of the day a social experiment. Like anything you say at any given time can have an effect on how far you go. So, right. if it was said earlier, then you know Justin might still be here. Who knows? Daniel will still be here. It'd be a whole different game. Potentially, yeah. But, you know. Terrence has to live with the fact that he sent home Joseph based on Kyle. And, you know, they're having all this... While they're trying to, like, decipher all the information, right? It's like, you know they that Michael and Brittany, like, they can't be lying about this. Like, this is too heavy of a subject to just be throwing lies about out the air. And especially because Michael already has the veto, him and Brittany are safe. So what a, what effect does this have on their personal game for this week as far as their safety? Like, they're good. So they know they're yeah. not lying. But again, timing, timing, timing. It, it seems very... Um, what's, what's the word I'm thinking of? Opportunistic? Convenient. Convenient. (laughs) That all this information is just starting to come out this week. Yeah. Granted, I will also say out with the the hopes of keeping a black woman safe. But you know, it's still 
Yeah. This is this was something that I even after watching this week's episodes, some stuff clicked for me after the fact where I was like, okay, you know what? Like one thing that they talked about, and we'll we're kind of bouncing around a little bit because there's I mean, there was just so much around this incident and these moments. But uh one thing that Terrence calls out through all of this is that we see because I you know they called a house meeting and um who was it Terrence said like we gotta talk as a family or something like that. I was like, okay, enough. Uh, yeah, a family. What? What family is this? Not my family. <laughs> I don't really know y'all, and the reason we're coming together is the least family reason like of all. This family by so, paper. Stop it. <laughs> so in, in, in that house meeting, which is just when you talk about charged television, it was a lot. I mean, people were barely getting three sentences in without somebody else jumping. Um, uh, 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 no, 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 that's not what happened. Like Kyle throughout the house meeting barely acknowledged what he actually did say. Uh, he mentioned Turner's name just kind of like by proxy. And Turner's like, no, no, okay, let me just, before y'all put my name in anything, I had nothing to do with. And he's like, no, 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 you're right. No, no. Like he, mm-hmm. Turner is not involved with this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And so through all of that, because the house meeting is called and Michael starts to bring it all to the forefront. And then Kyle jumps in almost immediately. But point being, one of the things that Terrence called out in that house meeting was how messed up how messed up it was that this is important information this is you know potentially the reason joseph went home over kyle like this so many things could be different like they've said and like we've even said here mm-hmm. and i had that same experience watching this um but my i had those same feelings towards the editors now every week y'all know me i'm i'm a video guy your boy loves the screen (laughs) both to be in front of and behind it um and it you are hard pressed to find an episode of this show of the brothers alliance where i have not said shout out to the editors for xyz it's difficult to find that being (laughs) said i found myself looking at the editors the same way Terrence is looking at Michael and Brittany. Because while y'all have so much about so much about this stuff that has happened, and I get that there's a narrative to the show and we're building stuff, but if I recall correctly, was it not two weeks ago where we got a lot of nonsense that we got we, we sat through and watched happen? Like things that I can't even remember anymore because they had nothing to do with anything. Cutesy stuff, maybe between Kyle and Alyssa. Like simple them stuff. Technical. Like, like them saying, like uh, Indy and her little uh, punishment singing them songs. The six times we saw her get up and sing them songs, like all of that. This, this was a... Tattoos. This was the same... T- 182 tattoos, and y'all showed us just about all 182 of them. And yet and still, we have a very poignant, very difficult thing happening where a house guest is plotting even. 
and just from a game standpoint, like a person being concerned about another alliance coming together is good television by itself. But the fact that not only did Michael and Brittany sit on this information for a couple of weeks, but the editors also and the producers also sat on this information. And I had that same um, that same complex emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine that Terrence has with his fellow house guests. I have that relationship right now with the producers and editors, because why did y'all not showcase this or give us more of a lead in? Were y'all also hoping, because this is kind of what came out in the conversation, Michael and Brittany kind of share, and Michael kind of says, I think it was, or maybe it was Brittany, but anyway, they share that their their hope was that, you know, it would all blow over and this would just go away and mm-hmm. maybe those feelings wouldn't come up again. Yeah. Cause, uh, what was it after Michael tails HOH? So Kyle was going where at that point, but then with the split house twist, you know, Kyle could have been gone. So then it wouldn't be as poignant of an issue at that time because it wouldn't be at that point affecting how the game is being played or how it's being perceived as being played. Mm-hmm. Which Still. it upsets me in ways that I, I I I know we we tend to run a little longer so. <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. Um I I don't know if I even have the energy to dig into or dive into how that makes me feel personally as mm-hmm. a black man. To cuz I mean this is something that everybody I think the screen lifted somewhat this week this episode in particular where there's the game and then there's life. And we, this is reality TV, so that those lines are already blurred. Mm-hmm. Like when when I when I act, I'm always playing somebody else. And yeah, like I might throw in some Vaughnisms in there, but I like at the end of the day, once they they say cut, once you know the curtain falls, I'm me again. These people are these people, and it's. It's more complex than, oh, this got us by this week. This also made, begs the question, like, how often in real life do white people witness racial and racist actions happen? And for the sake of their own wallet, for the sake of their own bag, mm-hmm. do they not say something or they sit on something in hopes that things will blow over versus doing the right thing, which is to call it out in the moment? Yeah. Yes, that would have completely jeopardized the leftovers but it's these small things it's these small moments where people have these seemingly innocent or innocuous opinions that then grow um and turn into nasty rhetoric and turn into people thinking that they are um upstanding citizens and thinking that they are accepting Um, And I I say accepting instead of tolerant on purpose, thinking that they're accepting of other people and that not actually being the case because other people who disagree with that behavior and disagree with those actions are silent. There's, 
there's so much, even when we get to, and I'm jumping around a little bit here, and here I am on my soapbox, like I said I would be, so here we are. Um, even to the point where when we get towards like further conversations, Kyle even says like, like I'm not a racist. Like, do you think I'm a racist? Like he's very concerned about his image mm-hmm. through all of this. And this is where I was, I literally in my notes, I was like, here comes the soapbox. Cause I know I have a lot to say about this, which is racism is not a person. <laughs> racism is not a kind of person. Racism is a thought. And I think because of this dangerous thinking with Kyle saying like, no, I'm not a racist. There's this image of, you know, maybe a Klansman in the hood. And no, very few of us are that. Very few people are that that level of intolerant or what have you. But it's these small actions. It's these small microaggressions of, hey, these people of color don't seem to be completely hating each other, so they must be working together. Or I don't know what's happening with them, so I'm going to assume the worst or make this other assumption. It's these small actions. It's not that, you know, Kyle, you're not a racist, but what you said, your actions were racist. Your thoughts were racist thoughts. And that separation is so important to have because I think it helps it helps us identify people who are, it helps us identify the redeemable qualities of people. Like, no, you are not racist. You are, you are not a racist, but what you said in that line of thinking is racist. So you as an individual can separate yourself from that. Or me as an individual, I can turn off or challenge some of the thinking I have. It's not that I am inherently bad because of these experiences, because of these thoughts. It's that these these thoughts themselves are bad and I, I can more easily separate from that when I consider, okay, I am, I am Vaughn, but no, but what this line of thinking is not okay. Or you are Kyle and assuming the people of color are replicating what black people last season were doing because they were completely ostracized the prior 22 seasons to think that those two are the same thing is racist. And to use such a strong term, it might make you feel a way. I get that. But it's not you. It's the thinking. You can change thinking. And I think that's what is so difficult with all of this. And that's what made it so hard for me to watch. Because through that, we also got to see, because we're breaking down a lot here. And as I told y'all, I'm fully standing on the soapbox and I might sit down soon, but I'm not there yet. We also get a chance to see through all of this and people breaking this stuff down. We see that Kyle is being coddled and that is being coddled specifically by the Taylors, by the Montes, by the Terrences to a point where we even see Kyle say, uh, you know what, man, I just like, like weeping real solid white tears in front of Monty's face and saying, like, I just wish you would like, like, if you want to punch me in the face, like, that'd be cool. And it's like, no, that's not how we solve this. Violence isn't going like, to isn't going to fix your intolerant thinking. You need to change your line of thinking 
And I think what we need to do as people of color, as black people specifically, is we need to stop coddling this behavior and this thinking like, yes, you messed up. You need to clean it up for me to sit with you and no, it's okay. And that's just how you were raised. And the, the coddling has to stop that. Like, made my blood boil completely this entire episode could not be me i was looking at monty i was like look look, listen i know you're still trying to be in game mode i know you're feeling your feelings you can feel your feelings without kyle there let him feel his feelings and sit with what he has to come to terms with 100 percent. and i don't think you you mentioned this point but with all of this talk about, oh, last season, oh, the cookout, like, because this happened, we got to look out for this for future seasons, as if all white alliances have not been running the game the past 22. Thank you! Like, do I need to remind y'all about Big Brother All-Stars 2, where there was literally an alliance of six white people coming together? with an additional seventh on the side that they were all looking out for. Do we need to remind you about, uh, I don't remember their name, but Big Brother 12, they had a final four, Hayden, Lane, Matt, and Enzo, who were running the game the entire time, all white men. Mm -hmm. Do we need to remind you about Dr. Will and Mike Boogie? Granted, that's not a great example because only two of them, but that's whatever. Um, there have been plenty going way, way back. Season five, the four horsemen, all white men. When when is it that why aren't you looking at both sides of the picture? Why is it always that you're looking at the side that doesn't benefit you? Because you're not thinking about all these white alliances because you, a white, can see yourself as part of this alliance. When you see something that you feel like you can't be a part of, then it's a threat to you. But you're not seeing how things that you can be a part of can be a threat to other people. So, yeah, Kyle has to completely rework his thinking about not only the game, but life. Because there has not been at any point in this house where those six people as a collective could give you a reason to think that all of them are working together. Period. It's it's racism only. Why you can think that that would be such a thing. Um, I'll also share for the third week in a row. So Nikki and I were like live uh, texting each other as we were watching the episode, um, and this was, you know, we're at this point on the eviction episode, which they, I almost came close to saying shout out to the editors, but I'm not saying that this week. Um, they have been very strategic this season with when they sh- reveal what information to us. So we didn't leave Wednesday's episode knowing who the the actual nominees were. We went into Thursday's episode seeing, um, like anticipating what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And, as we've been talking about, it looks like Kyle's about to be the one to take the stand. But as they're talking through all of this and we're watching Terrence, Taylor, and Monty be as gracious 
and coddle as much as they did with Kyle. Nakia said, and I, I asked her, like, I was like, yo, can I quote you? And <laughs> she said, yes, absolutely. Oh, Lord. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so this is, you know, third week in a row where we're getting some thoughts from Nakia. However, um, Nakia said, we always have to be the gracious ones, and it is annoying. We have to become the teachers and the educators to tell why people, to tell white people why they're wrong and what they should be doing instead. I am not your fucking teacher. Nikira May Martin, 2022. I mean, that's our sister for real. The internet is free. Truly. Google is right there. You want to learn something? Pick up, go on TikTok. Y'all love going on TikTok to learn stuff. New stuff every day. I do it too. And I see there's a plethora of information, a wealth of knowledge out there for you to get. But yes, to just echo Nakia's point, that is what is exhausting in this experience um, for me as well, in that it's not enough that we deal with the microaggressions and deal with the racism and bigotry. We also then when people have their their moment of realization, their their come to Jesus moments, if you will, we have been conditioned, I will say, to be the ones to make those moments okay and safe for white people. Hmm. We get none, none of that same consideration when it comes to the rest of the world in any other capacity. Because we say one wrong thing, that could be the last thing we say. Ever. That could be your whole life gone. I can't afford to misstep, yet I have to be there with you. When you hold your emotions when you misstep. And I'll tell you the right step to go on. Direct you to the right step. Mm-mm. You made it this far. You can do it. Keep going. Pick another path. You picked the wrong one today. Pick another one. So through all this, and I know we're kind of bouncing around, but I just kind of, I got to get through this. <laughs> Listen, Michael used the veto. Okay. Michael used the veto. It's no surprise. He was saving Britney. Duh. That's his ride or die. That did upset me, though. I was like, through all of this racial conversation, we're not going to save Taylor? No. I knew I was reaching, but I was just in my feelings. You were in in your feelings. Ain't no way. Michael, how dare you save your number one and not this black woman? I don't know, because that's his number one. (laughs) It's fine. Yeah, you were in your feelings. Michael saved Brittany. Turn up, put up Kyle. No surprise there. Nothing personal, just game. Nah, it's all personal. Sorry about it. Not sorry and we, um, we see, uh, just to kind of wrap this whole thing up, because I'm just ready to be done. Um, when we get to their eviction speeches or their, you know, their that, final speeches, we, we gotta we gotta say something re- real really important that happened. 
don't don't forget it. Ah, <laughs> listen. Yeah, yeah. This is very important. I forgot about all of this. This is this is the most important part of her game thus far. Truly, Alyssa <laughs> says <laughs> um, that she is tired of fixing broken men. And Kyle is like weeping in front of her, like, oh my God, I know. And here I am at 29 and I'm a mess. And she's like, yeah, so um, we're done. And breaks up with this man after she pressured him to be in a relationship (laughs) and put that heat on him to like consider her and everything, sees that he's got this racial heat on him and is like, oh, you're a whole mess. Oh, no, no, no. I'm good. Which, yes, I I agree with her decision. Absolutely. I do want to point out, and this is something that we talked a lot about a little bit in Direfest. Uh-huh. Alyssa is not helping Kyle's game whatsoever. The only thing Alyssa would be helpful to do is this, is that if Kyle could float them to the final two, mm-hmm. somehow make it happen that they get the final two, he's guaranteed to get the money over her because he did so much more than her. Not even so much more. He just did stuff, period. And there we have it. So the iron in these knees is that If Kyle, a week ago, had just let Alyssa go, if no other reason, just knowing that I can't carry you any further, like my alliance is about to move forward, I have no way to combat them. There are one, too many of them, and two, they're too good compared to you and I. So I got to let you go to jury boo, and I'll see you on the other side. I'll see you when I see you. The fact that he did not do that to turn around, have all of your racial comments exposed in such a way as this, and then have that same girl who pressured you to be in this relationship, which jeopardized your game at so many turns, break up with you? You're a fool. A whole fool. A whole fool. Um, we're getting there and I'm pretty sure y'all can guess how this is about to wind up if you haven't already looked and seen for yourself, but Julie Chen Moonves, Mm -hmm. queen, what's she do? Should have had the opportunity to say at the end of this episode, congratulations leftovers. Like that should be the case because Alyssa should have gone home last week. And Terrence should have gone on the block and gone home this week. Oh, and then that would have been it. And that would have been just leftovers. She should have had the opportunity to say, congratulations, leftovers. You are the final seven. Instead, we got these, we have two leftovers on the block again. (laughs) And Kyle has this very, very dramatic speech where He talks about this being the beginning of his journey and not the end of his journey. And he's learning every day and he's looking, seeking to understand and blah, blah, blah. Um, What did Taylor say? I don't care what Kyle said. What what did Taylor say? 
she talked about leading with love and like that's always been like her a cornerstone of her game and if you want to continue to like ha- keep love in the house or something to that effect then like leading with, leading with strength with strength strength from love she is choosing love and if you want to continue with the strength keep her spreading love and strength everywhere she goes sure it, I mean, she didn't have to say much. She could have just got up and said, thank you, and sat down. She could have, because. Um, but she has to remind you every now and again that she's a pageant queen. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's embedded. Uh, it was just such a graceful speech. Um, and, of course, Kyle is evicted 5-0. And when, when I tell you I, I was like completely ready for the booze to come back because I haven't mm. heard it so long. Mm-hmm. The fact that when he came out and it was very minimal claps, somehow that felt so much funnier. Yes. I hear it a little bit more. I was like, oh, this, this is real light. This is real, this yeah. is real light and sound. Ooh. Um, this is an extra country saying for you, but you could have heard a rat piss on cotton. It was so quiet out there. Sorry, what? <laughs> you know, you could have heard a rat piss on cotton. Anywho, um, yeah, Maybe Kyle went out. Talking about cotton at this kind of a week. Well, That's here we are. Yeah. It's a country saying. What do you want from me? Anywho, <laughs> yeah, it's quiet when he gets out there. Um, during that interview, though, it was, it was interesting. Like, <laughs> Julie, Julie went in a little bit. She went in. I was hoping for a clip or two. I really was. I know. I really wanted a clip. Nothing solidifies it like that hard evidence. Not just, hey, I have a, a quote from you, but like, actually, let's run the tape and like turns around to like <laughs> hit play. Look, she only, she only did that during season 21. And I will forever love her for it. I know. We he need said, to uh, forget the jury. You need to watch this right now. <laughs> yeah, you on jury, you gonna vote for somebody. But this this right now, look over here. It will never interviews will not hit the same. No. And he seemed throughout the whole thing uh very thoughtful and gracious and to me just in my experience uh having been black my whole life uh it seemed like this is the this is the rhetoric and this is the the posture you're gonna hold so that people see you as remorseful and gracious until i see some action i'm not really holding out hope for anything from kyle because he's still going to get to go back home to his all-white society and community and not have to interact with any people of color. Nothing's going to change for him. Yeah. Also, as much as he talks about that it will, it won't. Is he going to say something when he gets to the jury house? I, for the tape purposes, the, yes. Half of the people of the supposed cookout 2.0 that he was talking about. I think he's going to get that heat when um, is Dr. Will still doing the um, the jury roundup, right? I can't remember if he did it last season. 
when they have that final jury roundup, I can't remember either. When they have that final jury roundup, someone will likely throw shade to him about this cookout 2.0 nonsense. Oh no, it's going to come out at least this week. Because if he doesn't say it now, whoever, since everybody knows about it, somebody's going to say something. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I can guarantee it'll be there, if not sooner. Yeah. But um, bye, Kyle. And he, I mean, I guess from a timing standpoint, also, we didn't get to see any goodbye messages. Which, which was that timing or was that, hmm? It was a choice from the producers because we did not see goodbye messages from him. We instead jumped straight into the HOH competition, which, once again, we do not know who the HOH was coming out of this week. I'm tired. I'm tired. So y'all have upset me on two fronts. I didn't get to see anybody have one last dig at Kyle for being for having some racist thoughts and sharing those publicly. And I don't know who HOH is. Y'all could have gave me one or the other. Like y'all knew when y'all start. And I looked at the time. I can't remember what. Maybe it was like 952. I knew we weren't going to get through an entire HOH competition in that time. But we did have enough time to see final messages from other house guests. And we didn't get it. And y'all are wrong for that. CBS, I don't forgive you. And I hate you. <laughs> That's what Kyle just ended with. It's not like he's going to close it out with that. <laughs> My goodness. But yes, we uh, get into this HOH comp, um, which is called The Burning Bot, which uh, indicates that this is the week of the one and only Zingbots. For those of you who Lord. For those of you who don't know uh, what a Zingbot is, it's a, a giant-ass robot <laughs> that comes into the house and starts roasting these hoes. <laughs> I will say, okay, what is your opinion about Zingbot? Have we talked about this before? Uh, you don't like it, right? I do not like Zingbot whatsoever. Not an That's- ounce. See, I'm here for it because I'm here for any moment where somebody or something in this case can tell these people about themselves because they need to hear it. Yeah. Listen, you, just... you may not like it as an entity or whatever, but listen, when he told Miss uh, Groundhog's Day about all the gifts that she received under her tree and ended it with a guilty rodeo clown, I will never, nothing will ever be the same. In song form? Oh my God. It will never hit the same. Straight up call, no, let me not say that. Uh, (laughs) All right. I'm going to save that one. Um, I do enjoy a good themed week, and so that is what we're getting this week. Uh, But, yeah, not Zingbot. Honestly, keep it. <laughs> you a hater. Anyway, um, with the competition, I'll be there. It's very, very simple. You're gonna take your puzzle pieces. You're making a giant buck puzzle. You're transferring them from one side of the yard to the other, and building it up in the fastest time. 
with the specific caveat that the front of the puzzle puzzle has to be facing away from you, essentially. Because the puzzle is double-sided. Which... It could have been easy. Y'all could have... And this was... There was a lot of juicy bits this episode. Y'all could have trimmed some of that fat or trimmed his eviction and showed us this HOH or y'all could have given us those goodbye messages and then let us see this competition in full on uh, Sunday. All they needed was three extra minutes. This is what I'm saying. I was like, y'all got the money. Just run over on time. Because we saw, like, it couldn't have taken more than, yeah, like three minutes. Because we already, from what they showed, like, it's not even that they told us what the rules were and then it was like, all right, and we'll see the results on Sunday. We saw the competition start and then they cut the camera. We saw them, at the very least, I forget, maybe it was uh, Mike, uh, not, could have been Michael. Oh, no, it could have been Michael. Maybe it was Michael or Taylor had gotten like all of their puzzle pieces or almost all of their puzzle pieces to the like the platform to start to build the puzzle. That's half the job right there. And that took them a minute. If that, if that. Trash. Uh, honestly, Julie could have said, keep the interview. We'll put it all on Instagram. <laughs> These have. are facts. She could have. But uh, here we are left with trying to figure out who is going to be HOH. And we are also left with the information that this week is going to be another double eviction. You love to see it. I do. I do. But listen, we saw how the last quote-unquote double turned out. I'm I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Like this it's is gonna be messy for sure. Yeah, this is the week to get out, Michael. Yes. Easily. This is. Um, and I wrote it down in my notes because I, I was like, I kind of had to do the math here. This is the last chance, if I believe, uh, to backdoor Michael. Well, yeah, final seven. This final yeah. seven. Yep. This is the last chance. And the odds are looking good, but this is it. Because clearly if he play, he going to win. And this is the one chance he might not play. So who are you hoping wins, HOH? Um, honestly, I'd like to see, I'd like to see Brittany win. I don't want this is going to sound crazy go ahead so let me work backwards and start by saying Terrence needs to go home this week this is working backwards okay okay and for that reason based on everything that has just happened with Kyle and this fear, paranoia, whatever, he, if Terrence has to go home, I don't want it to be a black person that sends him home. 
Yeah. So I've already cut out half the people competing for what needs to happen this week. Michael doesn't need another win under his belt. He's already, I mean, and at the same time, he could just go ahead and take it because you, you've been the biggest target. You can continue to be the biggest target. There's nothing stopping that. But I feel like the one person who could get the job done and still come out unscathed is Brittany to to be the one to make sure that Terrence goes home. That's fair. Brittany HOH, Terrence and Alyssa go up. Michael probably wins the veto. <laughs> and, and then Terrence goes home. Okay. Okay, okay. I'm not mad at that. Um, what do you, what are you, what are you hoping for? Um, Taylor Loki need a redemption. Hoh, no shade. <laughs> she does, I, but she's not going to take the shot. She got to take. Who goes look, up? Turner and Alyssa, I guess. Listen, at this point, it seems like the only person that she needs to fully rock with is Monty and anyone else can can go yeah cause I mean hey Turner put her up he's X'd out her and Alyssa and everybody on the same side he's X'd out Michael and Brittany are gonna protect each other over Taylor they're X'd out she already put up Terrence before he X'd out yeah so, anybody can go up. At, at least now she can flirt or flirt around more with her options than she could before. Because it seems like now she has a little bit more of a a little bit more of a directed POV when it comes to how she could go about the week. Last time it seemed like she was just kind of going all over the place. Yeah. So. And at the same time, if they let her if they followed through on her wishes of getting Terrence out, Joseph we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be here. <laughs> Which is crazy. That she was right about that this, the entire time. Bleed black women. And, that, and that's the be all, and I'll be all, Lord. Um, so, Vaughn. Can we abstain? I'm wait because I literally, <laughs> when you're about to ask me, I was gonna be like nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm the house guest of the week. Now what? But you're not in the house. <laughs> I'm outside. It's fine. I lo- I Loki was gonna be like nobody. Cause cause who really did what this week? Um, but yes, do you, do you have somebody, anybody? I had so much ire in my soul this week that I have not given a lot of energy to consider a house guest of the week. Um, you know what? I have 
You have one? I have one. Do you have one? Can you come up with one by the time I finish explaining the one I have? Yes. Great. Taylor. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give it to Taylor. I, I'm i trying to think back. I honestly, I say these things and then I don't actually ever review and go back. I but um, I, I don't know that I've ever actually selected Taylor as my actual house guest of the week. Yes, you have. I have? Great. Like, yeah. not just as a de facto option, but just like, hey, this you is the person I'm you literally put her the first week. Oh, fantastic. Well, I mean, black women. Well, black women. Black women be black womening. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, in, in that case, again, Taylor, um, given how the week started for her and where she landed by the end of the week, once again, being on the block on eviction night and staying remaining poised and graceful the entire time like nothing has shook her the one thing that kind of you know allegedly shook her that some people kind of bought was when kyle did not use the veto and she put on that act to pretend she was super upset that the veto did not get used but taylor's composure is unmatched (laughs) in my opinion when it comes to uh, the like, like anger or um, those difficult emotions, yeah, we've seen her cry. Sadly, we've seen her cry a bunch this week, and because she had to deal with the loss of Joseph and um, coming to having this information brought to her about the alleged cookout two point watching how she handled herself and how she managed Kyle through all of that because while I can be a black man and have all this frustration it is a different ball game when you recognize that America is watching you like the eyes of the nation and dare I say the globe are on you she has not folded and not disappointed one time when it's come to anything more serious or sincere uh, within this game. So Taylor, hail, queen forever, pageant queen, house guest of the week for me. Who you got? Um, and it was also, real quick, it was almost Alyssa just for breaking up with Kyle. But go ahead. I was going to say the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> I I lit you you have no idea. I literally was just thinking the exact same thing as you said it. I was like, I'm gonna be petty. This might be the only time Alyssa actually does something in the game. Let me put her up. But nah. Um it's also gonna be Taylor. Very 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 simple. She has survived her fourth week on the block and still somehow is a front runner in this game. <laughs> she can still make it to the final two and have a possibility of winning. Yeah. Usually when people hit like the third or the fourth, you're like, okay, it's... It's a wrap. It's your, your time coming. But still, 
Final seven? That's not and nothing. It, and it seemed like she could potentially pull out this HOH. So, yeah, I got to get to her. She better than me. Because I would have let Kyle have it <laughs> this week because ain't no hold it back now because he wasn't holding back any of the weeks he was putting this information out. So, um, yeah, I'm going to name her for being up four times and making it out all four times and for being a much better person than I will ever be. I even saw on the live feeds that not only has she been up four times, she's only ever had one vote against her. And that was Daniel, but... Pooch was, una- Pooch was unanimous. Wow. Her power. Queen. Um, did we do it? Somehow. What did we do? The most, but I mean, that's par for the course. These two hours were a blur. My God. <laughs> um, Vaughn. Until next time, how mm-hmm. can the people reach out to us? Don't. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> please do uh, be inspired to send us an email at bbbrothersalliance at gmail.com. Literally, you could ask us anything or if you you have your own thoughts you want to share, if there's a funny link or what have you you see and you want to just, just us to be aware, feel free to do that. Um, if it's from social media, though, you might have an easier time reaching us by Jamal. going on to Instagram. Look hmm. up the Brothers Alliance, all one word, no periods, no dashes, no underscores. And that's all I got. Wow. Wow. <laughs> in, in, in celebration of whatever this week was, that is all I got. Damn. All right, y'all. That's it. We're going to continue drinking our whiskey. Y'all be safe out there. Because this ball about to be empty. It's been a lot. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay black. Stay blessed. We'll catch y'all later. Bye, folks.